come to our Bible reading. It's Psalm 27. And so for a wee while now, we've been working through some of the Psalms and we'll continue that today. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil doers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Psalm 27 verses 1 to 6. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we come to your word in this wonderful, wonderful, encouraging psalm, we pray that your spirit will move us to see you more clearly and, and see Christ and his beauty and his love and what he has done for us. Through his name we pray. Amen. I'm going to pick up the idea of fear today. I've called the message Conquering Our Fears. So what are your fears? And do you have many fears or few fears or no fears at all? If I asked you what you feared at the beginning of the year, would that fear still be the same today? <laughs> For many of us, everything changed in the new year when reports started to surface in China of a new and infectious virus. Reports started tracing its spread over the world and then, surprisingly and alarmingly, a growing number of deaths. Uh, for the COVID-19 was no ordinary flu, but something more infectious and more deadly and comparisons have been made with the 1918 Spanish flu killed millions through not only New Zealand but the whole world and then we went into lockdown then we came out of lockdown for a hundred days and then a couple of days things changed again so if I asked you today what you fear most that I'm picking COVID-19 would probably be in our top five as something that we are concerned about but amongst all our fears God sees God sees and knows and he cares. He knows that we are broken people living in a broken world and that we have many cares and troubles and indeed fears. Yet he has not left us alone in our fears. He hasn't at all. And I've mentioned this before, but there are 365 verses in the Bible that talk about fear, about not fearing, about trusting God in our fear, about conquering our fears. So it's a, a verse for every day in the Bible. Now, I actually haven't gone through and counted. I'm taking this on the word of some preachers that have used this. So maybe we could get Ryan to do that in his spare time, Mr. Intern. Read the Bible and maybe, maybe not. Even if it's close to being true, it's a lovely thought, isn't it? That there's a verse for each day from God in his word that help us deal with our fears. And there are three of them. Three of the mentions of fear are found in the first few verses of Psalm 27. And we're going to have a look at that. So verse 1. So prick your ears up to hear about fear and the confidence that we can have of God. Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And so David gives us three ways to conquer our fears, three anchors that we can hold on to. For God is our light, our salvation, and our fortress. Those are the three images that King David, the great shepherd who became God's uh, right-hand man, King David uses these three images. And before we unpack each of those, light, salvation, and fortress, notice the personal pronoun, my. My fears are held in check because God is the light. It's true because he is the light, but it's also true because he is my light, your light. It's, it's very personal. My fears are quenched not because he's someone else's salvation, but because he's my salvation. My fears are overcome not because he does distance fortress on a hill far away, but because he's my fortress at my right hand, in my heart and in my life. And so it's with that very personal approach to the living God that we come to this verse. So first of all, the Lord is my light and my salvation, my light. And God is often associated with light and for very good reasons. It's because his beauty and his glory shine like the sun at noonday. And remember, uh, Moses wanted to see God's face. And God said, no, you can't see my face, otherwise you will die. If you remember the story in Exodus, God took Moses and put him in a cleft in a rock. And then his glory, the brightness of God, passed by. And then as after he'd passed by, Moses was allowed to peek out from the cleft in the rock to see the back of God. And it's a wonderful image of God's holiness and his beauty. But in the same way, if we stare at the noonday sun and our eyes will go blind, it's a little bit like that with God in his presence. We catch a glimpse of that at the transfiguration when Jesus was revealed in his glory and, the, and was like, they said his clothes were white like lightning. God is our light. But not only that, God is our light because just like the sun, we can only see what's out there because of the sunlight. So because of the light, we can see things. And because God is our light, we can see everything. It's like a filter that when we look out at everything and we look through God's light, that is what we see. And of course, Jesus, as I mentioned, was the representation of this light. In John chapter 1, verse 9, the true light, that's Jesus, that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Jesus was the light from God. However, the world did not recognize him, and those he came to, his own, did not receive him. But those who did receive him, who received Christ as the light, they become sons and daughters of God. John 1, 12. Yet to all who received Christ, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And it's that's why, as we look to Christ, the light of the living God, he chases away our fears. If you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, he will become not only your light, but also your salvation as well. Remember the opening verse in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? So we'll look at salvation. Jesus came into the world to be our saviour, to save us from sin and death. And Colossians 1.13 puts us really well. For Jesus has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. See, there's that interplay with light. We've been taken out of the darkness and brought into the kingdom of the Son he loves, the kingdom of light. So we have this lovely combination of light and salvation. We are saved out of the dominion of darkness, Satan's realm, into the resplendent, glorious light of God's Son. 
Satan's realm is a realm of fear, of bondage, of narrowing our vision so it turns in on ourselves and our fears. Whereas Jesus' kingdom sets us free from the bondage of fear that Satan would trap us in. And the third way that God helps us with our fears is because he is our refuge. So this is in verse 2. The Lord is my stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my stronghold. And as I was thinking about this, about God as our refuge and stronghold, I came across a, a lovely illustration which shows how God can be our refuge. And so a farmer was telling a story about how he was out very early in the morning when he heard some distant barking. And he looked up and saw two dogs, and they weren't his, but they were chasing a young deer. There was a large open field in front of him, and he saw that the fawn was making its way across the field and giving, kind of coming towards him and giving signs that, that she was spent. And then she gathered herself for one leap and leaped over the low fence towards him and crouched within a couple of metres where he stood. Now the dogs were onto this, and they also leapt over the fence. And then the little deer staggered towards the farmer and, and nudged her, her head between his leg. And without thinking, this burly farmer lifted up the little wee, tiny wee thing, lifted her up and sort of held her, held her like this and sort of swung his legs around to fend off the dogs. And later he said, just then I felt that all the dogs in the district could not and would not capture that fawn after its weakness had appealed to my strength. And he goes on to say, so it is with our fear and our helplessness when we come to God. He looks upon us in the same way. And I remember when those hounds of sin were after my soul, when at last I ran into the arms of an almighty God and was safe. So for that farmer, who was a Christian, that whole image of him ticking up a, a small deer and fending off the dogs, uh, a deer in its weakness exhausted, was a wonderful and powerful image for him, for the love that God had for him and so God is our refuge that we run to when the dogs of sin or depression when we are fearful we run in and we nestle into well around the legs of our heavenly father you see Jesus came to show us both the compassion and the power of his heavenly father and many Christians can testify this is true that as we face our great fear we have found comfort in the bible and in the prayer and worship and Christian fellowship and they help us face our fear. Why? Because they are the means of grace. They help us connect to our Heavenly Father. They help us to access the light, the salvation, and the refuge of our Heavenly Father. I mean, this is just words on paper. <laughs> but as we read the Bible and the Holy Spirit makes the pages uh, alive to us, then we find God as our light, our refuge, and salvation. Prayer can just be words mumbled. But as we come with heartfelt humility and as the Spirit takes our words, we access the heart of the Heavenly Father. Attending church, fellowship with good friends and sharing our fears and being prayed for, all these are ways that God helps us to connect with His Father heart. So to sum up, what are we day two, day three of level two alert? And there is uncertainty within New Zealand again, especially in Auckland. So we need no reminding that there are fears and they swirl around us and our loved ones and around the community. And we can suppress them for a time, but eventually God would have us face our fears, but we never have to face our fears alone. 
as we lean into our Heavenly Father, He promises to be our light, our salvation, and our very strong fortress. All this through Jesus Christ. Just a few pages over in Psalm 46, which is a way to finish Psalm 46. Verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and though the mountains tremble at its swelling, we need not fear. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the comfort that we can have in your word. We thank you that the Holy Spirit makes your words here alive to us and connects us to your great love and compassion. We want to thank you, Lord, that while we were still far from you, you knew us by name and you offered yourself through Christ as our light, our salvation, and as our very strong refuge. And we want to say, Heavenly Father, as we come to your communion table, we pray that we will experience that afresh and that whatever fears we have we, as we bring them to the table, we pray that your blood will wash them away and that your body, the body of Christ, will strengthen us to trust in you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.